Thank you for joining us again for this week's episode. This is episode 10. This is a special episode for you guys this week. We've just played a round of golf, so you get to listen to an ASMR episode of us snoring and falling asleep while I dream about my big, sexy, handsome Irish partner that thankfully carried me all the way to a partner's win. Big up, big Nathan. How are you doing, Gareth? I told you, mate. I did warn you. The second you see the ground, you're one going to fall in love with one. Mm-hmm. Two, you're going to fall in love with one. Mm-hmm. And three, you're going to want to be them. So No, I don't, because my back would be utterly fucking ruined. That's true, yeah. yeah. The guy's special, yeah. Really nice guy. Thanks. And Nathan came and joined us today. Yeah. Um, also, who joined us? Stealth to Steve. Stealth to Steve. Yeah, he came around with us today as well. Yeah, good to finally meet him, myself. And uh, yeah, it was a good laugh. It was. We had we had a lot of a lot of laughs around the round, but yeah, going back to Nathan, Jesus Christ, this boy can hit a golf ball. Nathan McCann, assistant pro down at Arbroath. He's, I mean, I said it with the episode with Craig. The guy does nothing for my ego. I don't think he does anything for anyone's ego that plays no. along with him, apart from obviously the guys that he'll play on on competitions with because they're at his level. But it's the first person I've played with in a very long time that when you see the ball strike and the ball flight, it looks like you're watching the the top elite tour. That's their ball flight. That's just exactly how it flies. And you watch us and it's like 50 yards shorter. <laughs> well, 80 yards shorter and about 20, 30 yards less in height in the air as well. It's just different kettle of fish. Yeah, I mean... To be fair, I enjoyed myself today. You enjoyed yourself today. Yeah. Stealth through Steve was on form. Was, <laughs> was part. We've only forward to getting a game with him again. Um, but yeah, I mean, in respect to Nathan, he's an assistant pro. He's doing his PGA training. He's nearly finished it. He's basically doing his exam in yeah. two weeks' time, actually. Um, he just came out and played. There was no Nathan trying to be a coach. No, no, no. He, he just wa- he just wanted to have fun. He just yeah. wanted to come out, play around go- golf with the guys, and just enjoy himself. Yeah. And I think he did. Don't get me wrong. He was getting a lot of backhanded compliments off the tee shots. Just <laughs> utter, utter disgrace half the time of yeah. us just looking at it going, jaw on the ground drooling. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say for at least 17 holes, I would turn to stealth to Steve and just look at him. He'd give, give me the exact same look. And we just say, why do we even bother? Like, why do we play? What's the point? <laughs> and then for 17 holes, I'd say, and Stealth to Steve a bit more than this, you couldn't have been any further up that boy's arsehole today, mate. He carried me to a victory in the Bears. It was fucking brilliant. <laughs> Honestly, see when you went scampering off to chase him, Nathan, Nathan, me and Steve would say to each other, I think he's in love with them. I think he is, yeah. It's just yeah. a partnership. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, but mate, there's, there's a partnership and there's been... Look, there's love at first sight. Just you're jealous. You just deal with. It. You'll get to. You'll get used to it. It's fine. <laughs> just all around good day. Had um, your first round in nearly a year. How yeah, did you feel? How did you go on? August was the last time I touched the hallowed turf of a golf course with my feet. Um, I don't feel terrible. My legs are killing me. Yeah. <laughs> I could fall asleep right now, and I would just be quite happy. But getting up out of this chair is going to be a difficulty once we finish this episode, um, let alone driving home. Yeah. 
So thank God I've got a mis- uh, massage gun back in the house because that is going to probably get used to the max on my legs today. Yeah, I mean, my back's surprisingly okay. Yeah, that's the main surprise. I mean, obviously, there were a few tweaky moments out there. Obviously, carved two hella right and lost both balls. Yeah. One one on the railway tracks and one in a field. But for the most part, I was pleasantly surprised with how my back held up today. Now, for me watching it, David, I would say for your first game, I knew a year, completing 18 holes. Yeah. I mean, you lost two balls. One was unlucky, to be fair. Though. No, they were both gone. Well gone. No, one, no, one they were, they were, twen- they were 20 yards out of bounds. One could have stayed in. But I would say, um, I was saying that to Steve anyway, like, you think you're way off. I don't think I'm way off. I like. I looked at the scorecard because I did. I did card it. Cause mm-hmm. It's got to be something that you can use. You're just taking a wee cheeky poke now. I think it was three or four double bogeys and a triple bogey that obviously have hurt the score big time. So it was yeah. a, it's a par sixty eight that we played off of. Uh, I brought off the yellows a day. I was fifteen over, so eighty three. Well, that's a respectable score, though. I mean, you know. um, like I say, I'm happy. My head still thinks three handicap golf. I'm still trying to. Th- produce three handicap golf but my body's not capable of it at the moment so what I probably should do is play a few competition rounds and actually get my handicap up and then it'll be a bit more relaxing but oh, <laughs> so I think if I'm if say a couple, a month or so down the line if I'm playing regularly and getting maybe a chance to practice I think I could be probably seven handicap wise just now I think that would be respectable yeah. for what I can do my putting was decent today. Short game actually surprised me. My wedges were not terrible. Usually no. that's the worst part of my game. But the the big issue with me was getting off the tee, which has always been a, a running theme in my game of golf. If I can get the ball off the tee well and get it in play, I can score. But, but we knew actually went on the range, didn't we? Before we oh, thank fuck, morning. it was nothing like the range. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the range, get some balls, get warmed up, loosen their back off. I mean, I've got an issue with my knee at the moment, which isn't fucking hell, man. I managed to get it loosened off enough. But yeah, it was good. Well, yeah, I, I, nearly, nice I nearly introduced myself to the clubhouse quite regularly. Oh, the God, mate, I, was, I, mean, I heard it. Mm-hmm. It sounded perfect. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just seen it. I was like, oh, wait, I found that. Yeah, that's going to. Oh, I, I hit the center of the face. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. The problem was the face was open and that thing was cutting. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, we got there. Um, you were slating your pal, Steve. <laughs> Where is he? Where is he? Well, it's just it's just different people, eh? If it was a match playing competition, it could have been close to me uh, getting the tie straight off the bat. But you got there, uh, reasonably good time, what, 10 minutes before? Something like 11. that. Yeah. He was walking over the practice green with 11 minutes to go. Yeah. Walked it straight into the pro shop, bought a new top, and then onto the tee. Yeah. He was getting it tight from Craig and Nathan in the yeah, pro shop. Yeah, like, uh, Yeah. It was good to see. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. But that's the sort of bond that you get with these two guys. I mean, obviously, Craig's been on, you know, but he's like, I mean, to us, Craig is the head pro of both, but he is again. One of the guys, he wants to have a laugh, he wants to play golf when he can. Yeah, he's very much approachable. He's yeah, yeah he's not he doesn't try to separate himself from yeah. the from yeah, the guys, good. from his members. So But yeah, it was good. So <coughs> first hole. <laughs> first tee shot. I went first to get out of the way because I was playing with you two who were playing a comp and then obviously Big Nathan who can absolutely destroy a golf ball. 
So I decided to take a nice easy three wood off the first and top it 50 yards. <laughs> you topped it fucking beautifully, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, it was a peach. Um, only, only betted by the second shot. Top to five wood. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I'm looking back, saying, "Mate, it's fine. You're like, no, no, no. I'm not worried. I'm not worried." I genuinely wasn't worried. I had no <laughs> expectations whatsoever going at this. You're saying, "Calm down, mate. You'll be fine. Calm down." Like, <laughs> On the fine. first fucking hole, you know what I mean? I'm like, "Oh God, I'm being too hard on the guy." And then I just manded up a four iron. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking first hole at Abbas, not that long. I've hit three wood, five wood, four iron to yeah. get greenside. And even then I was still 40 yards short. No, it was good. That was good. And then wedged it on, two putted, walked off with a six. Yeah. I mean, cause we looked at it and um, I was up play off a 13 on a good day. <laughs> Stealth through Steve plays off a 13 on a good day as well. You're off a three. 2.03 on a good day. <laughs> and... Uh, we thought we'd pair up in teams, and uh, please, Tom, share with us who was paired well, up with we've who. We've already let that one slip. We threw the balls up at the on the first, and it was you two off 13 and me and Nathan. So, obviously, him so being a pro went off scratch. That. I got three shots. You both boys got 13. Did you know that it took me to the sixth hole to yeah. realise yeah. I was getting shots on holes? <laughs> Still think uh, well, it's a bit of a mindset twist as well because you were playing your own card as well mm. in a single in a stroke play comp. So yeah. You haven't had to focus on two things plus then even hit golf shots. So. But I, I, I thought the writing was on the wall very early on in the round because you two boys went two up very quickly, <laughs> two up after two. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, Nathan, you're gonna have a very sore back like me after this round. <laughs> but it was good books. It was back and forth. I mean, we went two up and then it was quickly all square. Yeah, I, I I managed to come up with two pars back to back yeah. on three and four, and then all of a sudden we were back to all squares. Yeah. Holy shit! We can actually maybe make a game of this. Yeah, it was good. And to be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really pay too much attention to get the no. the match. I was just concentrating on hitting the golf ball. Likewise. Um, but it was good. It was, it was a great day, man. I mean, it was just it's what you want when you go for a game of golf. Yeah, you go with your mates, have a good time. Yes, you can have a card in your hand, keep scoring, but. The fucking loss with it. Yeah, the, the the golf was fun. The company was the best part of it. And you were just able to relax. And obviously, if you had a good hole, you had a good hole. If you had a bad hole, then, right, well, fair enough. Move on to the next one. So it was good. Didn't have a overly serious aspect to it. No. So I've, I like that, especially for myself, coming back the first round since August. Yeah. We had a, a hell of a fucking good set of laughs on the ninth hole, didn't oh, we? Oh, God, if we could describe it as any any way to describe the ninth hole, how we played it this week, would be Bilbo Baggins running out the Shire, going, I'm going on an adventure. Because <laughs> two of the four of us had a very good adventure, didn't we? Oh my God. So it's a par four, 363 yards, give or take. It's a, sort of a wee burn at the front edge of the green. And... My, 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 t- my tee shot went right. Yep. Still to Steve at the fuck. He spot the fairway, actually. <laughs> Believe it or not. A little bit left, but yeah. Yeah. You you sort of made it up to the bank, did you? Uh, Nathan fucking really went over the water. Aye. You weren't, you weren't that far behind them, to be fair. No, was that not the one when I actually hit his two iron? No, it was the 10th. Was that the 10th? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was I. So, yeah, so the ninth, yeah, I was just short of the burn. Yeah. So, yeah, we were actually in good position, myself and Nathan. 
And to be fair, even though you'd gone right, you weren't in a terrible position. Second shot was fucking... That third shot, sorry, was terrible. Terrible. Yeah. So, pretty sure the second shot, I managed to barter it way past the pin and way past the green as well. At about 145 yards, I thought, right, I'll play this nice and easy, win behind, pick up my nine iron, and... Caught it too sweet. Or just thin the fuck out of it. I'll be genuine. It was a really, really bad shot here, yeah. but so you, you, you overgreened it. Yeah. Long left, and I managed to actually hit a, a decent shot on at the green as well. So we were both on the green and two putting for birdies. Comfortable. And uh, Steve was. He must have been he about six. He must have only been about twenty yards behind me, slightly on the left hand side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fatted one and just managed somehow to miss going in the burn it ran up the little mound before it drops off and then came back down so you're thinking right you've got away with one there <laughs> <laughs> and then he <laughs> <laughs> oh god I hope he listens to this in the office with the boys oh man so he he's now got his wedges in hand and he's he's just thinking right it's only what 30 yards to the green for there 40 yards tops 40 yeah yeah, yeah. so he's just trying to Quickly long one down there, and he hits about two inches behind the ball. Big tuft of dirt. Doesn't even, like, come out of the the grass. It just digs in, and the ball just hobbles over the little crest of the mound and straight into the burn. <laughs> and in trying to rescue the ball <laughs> from the burn, he slipped, almost had to try and run down them. There's not a big mound. It's only about, what, five foot? Four foot? <laughs> yeah. Stealth 2 Steve became scuba Stealth 2 Steve because <laughs> he ended up ankle high left foot in the water. Now, I've, I've seen it. I've seen you collapse the knees. I was I was walking over the bridge. I'm so glad he didn't go fully in because oh, Nathan said if he went like properly and he would have ended himself, I would have ended up in the burn as well because I was on the bridge. I would have collapsed and just ended up falling off into the water too. My reaction was so loud. The... <laughs> Three holes either side could hear us. Yeah, yeah. It was a wee, wee uh, three ball. Just behind us on the um, was it the, the fourth, mm-hmm. and I shouted to the top of my fucking voice like I normally do. Scuba Steve, Scuba Steve, and I just seen his look in his face. I was like, okay, he's not feeling it. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, um, so funny. Did he go right in? Did the foot go right under the? Yeah, water? he went yeah. up to ankle height. Yeah. Actually, completely for the next two or three holes, but his fucking coat, his foot being numb. <laughs> yeah, that was good, man. But yeah, I mean, mad shot after that. A big way off the back of the green, I managed to. The like, best way to describe this, I have my 60, 60 degree in hand, just want to get a bit of height, land on the green, roll it down towards the pin. Nothing like that happened. <laughs> Nothing like that happened. So, I think I thinned it, chunked it, fucked it <laughs> all at once in one shot, and I double tapped as well at the same time. Yep. And to top it off, you then got it on the green, but on its second bounce, it smashed into Nathan's ball, which was good for you because you were going over off the green, yeah, so it slammed the brakes on yours and made you stay on the green. And then you felt a bit bad because you'd knocked Nathan's ball, but obviously <laughs> he got to replace his. Yeah. By this point, Scuba Steve's joined us on the green and politely informed us that if any of you were wondering, <laughs> that water is ice fucking cold. Oh, God, so yeah, we quickly put that hole behind us and um, we all teed up on the 10th. I think all of us had 
decent shots. You went a wee bit of right, but you were still playing. But I was safe. using I was using uh, Nathan's two iron. Yeah, you'd be playing that, didn't you? Yeah. So just had a wee play with his two iron because it's a now, beast. I think the carry for the bunt, like the line that he had, was. Oh yeah, that was just monstrous. Two fifty to carry it on that line, and he landed it twenty yards past Over, it. Yeah, but two iron. Yeah, he flew that to 265, 270 comfortably. Easy. It was just frightening. I just dumped the self round the rough so I didn't really get much after that, but you ain't yourself. That's the problem was, me. he didn't even think that he'd cleared the burn, did he? No. Because no. he dropped, he, th- he was looking in the burn thinking, that's where it's ended up. Dropped, played provisional just for a knockabout. And uh, then carried on walking up after the burn and walks upon his ball 20 yards happened? ahead of it. No way. God, look. It was, oh, don't tell me you're from your ball. I found my ball. <laughs> he was happy enough, so. You know, oh, I Bigger man than I would be. I'd be fucking raging. <laughs> <laughs> you were raging on his behalf. Uh, yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. But aye. So it was good fun. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Golf course was in good nick. Yeah. I mean, I've said it. We've had a bit of rain this week. Yeah. And at some spells, it's been quite heavy. But yeah. because luxury of it being a bit of a Lynx course and the way they've dealt with drainage over the last couple of years as well there. It's held up really well with the the rain. You wouldn't have told with the bunkers as well, because usually they can go quite solid and concrete if you get a hefty amount of rain. But no, a golf course is in really good conditions. Greens are really nice, so it looks like the golf course is setting itself up that it'll be a really good season at Arbroath through the summer. Well, summertime last year was fucking perfect, man. Like there was nothing out of place. I mean, I mean, what's your opinion on the rough? At the moment, it's very generous. Yeah, it does need to grow if it's going to be. I've played Arbroath in later on in the year than we did today and you can hit the ball in the rough and you're not getting you're teeing up again you're not getting another shot out of that so yeah it it was a lot more shorter at the moment but I'm sure that will grow yeah no it's it's a lovely place to be honest with you the greens today they were a good pace they really were it took me a couple of holes to get used to it and find the sort of balance in that between them but obviously personally you told me a couple of times I was putting really well the putting is my downfall at times, eh? You rolled the rock really well today. Yeah. Um, needed to give you a wee tweak with, obviously you've got a spider at the moment, an older one generation, more the Jason Day red one. You were a bit toe high mm. at times, but we we leveled that out and you really did roll the rock really well. You had a few unfortunate lip outs. So, <clears throat> excuse me, it was trying to remind you to stay confident in that positive Yeah. Uh, the way you were hitting the ball with the putter and just obviously whether it was maybe not reading the greens properly or just pace at the hole yeah. but your strike was really good honestly if you do get a chance people like you also close by or whatever give up both of us even if you're coming up for a holiday in Scotland and yeah. you're thinking different golf courses to play definitely give our brother consideration it's definitely worth it I mean price wise you're kind of you're oh it's incredibly competitive incredibly competitive no, I mean, the, the golf courses in its area yeah. in, in terms of standard yeah it's certainly definitely up there yeah well traditional links mate love it mm-hmm. had a really good day um yeah and it was the drive that we made him hit on uh oh, was it 13 12 13. nathan went st- he went not conservative but he went st- course management play because there's a burn that runs across the green across the fairways about 100 yards from the green or so 
but it was right in his sort of iffy area. So he hit, was it a four iron? I think he hit. Yeah. And he was still, what, 50 yards short of the burn. But then we all had a go at him as why he didn't hit driver, so he teed one up. And it's called the cheap bar, Yeah, and uh, smashed it into the bunker, greenside. So probably should have gone with driver from yeah, the start. Bar holes were 370 yards. Or three some five, maybe put it there. Yeah, we we got a wee wee bit downwind, but it's still cold up here. It's chilly. And yeah, he just took the pass again, didn't he? Oh, he's With an M five tailor made driver as well. Last so it's not easy. Yeah. yeah. So you got the M five, so from that you've missed out on the sim, sim two, stealth and stealth two. Yeah. So he's four generations old, that driver. But obviously it works for him. And it just goes to show if you get the right shaft and the right head and it works for you, yeah. don't change it. No. Look at Stenson. Stenson, he got as many versions of that head, that Octane Callaway head, when they were stopped uh, making it anymore. Because it was his favourite three-wood and he absolutely destroyed it. No. So if it works, don't change it, folks. No, definitely not. So yeah, overall, we just enjoyed ourselves with this round of day. It was good fun. So it was actually, for me, it was a nice break-in. Yeah. But... On to other things. Have you seen much of the PGA this week? No. No. So another one of their elevated tours events at Harbour Town. And uh, one of our favourites, Matt Fitzpatrick, is playing an absolute stormer. He's leading. One of our absolute bugbears, Slow Play Cantley, is up there. So they two are going out in the final round together. I just hope he doesn't drag Fitzpatrick down oh. with this slow play. I see what happened to Hovland. Well, that's it. It was the worst thing about it during the week in the build-up to it. I think it was on after Thursday, possibly even Friday, but there was a meme put out that he was that long on one of the tee shots in his address. And he was already at the ball, but in the little wiggles and getting comfortable and looking down the line. It took that long that someone has stitched the five putt that... Um, Happy Gilmore managed to do in his film after driving the green. <laughs> and you saw all five shots before he got it into the hole. And as the ball's dropping in the hole, Cantley then hits the tee shot. We've talked about it so many times there, like pet peeves that we hate. I mean, it needs to be clamped down. But he's now using it to try and get a bit of people having a go at him on social medias, whether it's Twitter or mostly Twitter, because that then gets him higher up in the pip. So he'll get more money from the PGA Tour for it because he'll have interaction in terms of golf. Yeah. through social well. yeah but it's a decent field obviously it's one of the elevated tours so you would expect it to be a good um, turnout so Scheffler's in the hunt he's tied fourth at 11 under so is Tommy Fleetwood you've got Jordan Spieth who's third at 12 under you've got Ricky Fowler's doing well he's at 10 under tied ninth Xander Shoffley's up there I'm not going to say his name but Bradley's anyway <laughs> Uh, Henley, after having a good week last week, he's up there at 9-under mm. as well. Uh, Thagala's at back there at 8. Adam Scott, John Ram, Justin Rose, Colin Morikawa's at 7. So it's a good feel going into the last day. Obviously, 7-under, probably even 8-under's maybe a bit too far back. Just the way that these guys yesterday were starting to really get birdies going. Like I think, um, was it Fitzpatrick had an 8-under round yesterday? Which is notoriously a curse going into the final round anyway when mm. you've had that lower Saturday. Yeah. But there were a few six under rounds and stuff like this. Keep. Oh, I'm going to say his name again. You just can't say his name, can you? Try to say 
the big lanky twat who likes to bend over and hit his shots and walk away from it and play slow play. Yeah, yeah that numpty. He had a seven under round yesterday. So, was, but the only one who went super backwards was Hovland. Yeah. He went seven over. So he started off the day eight under and he went back to one under. Don't know what the hell happened to him, but he had, I think he went out in three over on the front nine. He bogeyed early on, I think, the 11th or 12th, and then I think he got around to about 15 and had a triple. Jesus Christ. Which is bad when they do it. Yeah. It's customary when we do it. Yeah, it's just expected. Yeah. yeah, but it's really bad when they do it. So, yeah, and then uh, one person who's not there this week. Yeah, that's the main talking point, isn't it, really? Um, the guy who... Created these elevated <clears throat> events and championed them. And the first one. Not the first one, but obviously there's been a couple. But it's you know I'm here for the uh, the, the field I've got this week. Ah, it's the first one after a well. major. Yeah, and he's not there. Yeah, Rory. as a direct, obviously. Have you seen any reaction. excuse yet? Any sort of explanation? Haven't heard anything from him. No, but it's obviously a direct reaction as to what happened last week. I guess um, it's, it's just a bit. It's just a bit ironic, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a common thing at the minute where every episode I've got something to say about Rory and negative way. I'm kind of not wanting to keep that going, but after this collapse of the Masters, because I genuinely thought he was going to win, I wanted him to win, they complete the Grand Slam, all the rest of it. It's kind of hard to fight his corner on this one. Yeah, because he's been so vocal in back in the PGA with it being a, like the PGA drawing their line in the sand and making it a us against the live thing. And he was so in their corner because obviously he's an ambassador. He's high up on the committee for the players, um, the players committee within the PGA Tour. So he gets a lot of action and interaction with Jay Monahan to move things either forward or try and improve it from the player standpoint. And obviously, as Ram said as well, they have. If it wasn't for Liv, there's no way they'd be playing for the money that no, they're playing. So no. PGA Tour wouldn't have made these changes because they wouldn't have felt the necessity to do so for competition. And clearly Liv came along and showed them that there might be competition, so they've had to act, and they've done so. But obviously, Rory's just been very, not outspoken, but he's been, well, at times he's been outspoken, but he's been very forward with his views on things. And obviously, he's always going to be asked because he's such a big name in the game. But at the moment, when it's not going well, he's going to get a lot of criticism for almost... Tucking tail and hiding. So yeah, moving on from that. No, yeah, you wanted to talk about something. You started messaging me during the week about it, didn't you? Yeah. Because uh, there's always every year you get two or three big lists of the the top courses across the uh, the world and everything else. But you sent one nicely to me at the start of the week. Yeah. So I find myself looking at this list quite a lot, and I came across it again this week, and it's the top 100 golf courses in Scotland. I got me thinking. You're quite experienced in the game of golf, as in playing it for so long and all the rest of it. Now I know you've... Because I'm an old man, no. You are a fucking old man, yeah, but I think I'm mostly, how many out of the hundred have you actually played? Well, this was just Scotland, wasn't it? It was the top hundred yeah. courses in Scotland you sent yeah. me. In England, I've only played one golf course, and that was the Belfry. What course it plays well? It was a society event, and it was at the Brabazon, but it was also in March time there and it's an old potato field the belfry and it does not cope well with heavy rainfall and 
cold weather. And that was exactly what we had in the build-up. What was it? And heavy, heavy rain. Oh, sure. So it was an absolute bog. Like, to the point where in some areas you could put your foot in and lose your shoe. So it was... I think it, it was, was a bother. Ah, it was, it was bad. Yeah. Um, so, it, but it was, a, it was a good fun experience playing there, but I can't really say I played Belfry at its best. Um, in terms of the 100 at Scotland, I've only played 22 of the courses that are on that. It's a fair amount, though. It's a decent mm. amount, but I'm sure that there are many guys out there that will maybe listen to this, and certainly definitely more out there that have played closer to 100, if not the high 90s. Well, that's one thing I was going to say. Um, we're going to go through the list anyway just now. I'm going to rattle them off, and then obviously Tom will tell me what he's played and what he's not played. But if anyone wants to get in touch, um, you can DM us on Instagram, send an email, let us know how many you've played yourself. Um, out of the hundred in start, Scotland. Are we starting at a hundred then? Well, we're starting at a hundred. So, so uh, just quickly before that, just on that site that you, you sent me the link, people have put in how many they've played, and the top ten is tenth has played ninety six of them, ninth ninety seven, eight seven six and five have all played ninety eight. Guy in at fourth has played ninety nine, and the top three have all played a hundred. Yeah, that's some feet. So, <laughs> I want their bank accounts. Yes, and uh, yeah. So yeah, maybe this has does play the fair amount on this list. Uh, get in touch, let us know, and uh, we'll read them out. And next if week. one of these is your home course, and how do you rate it, and yeah. what's its best features? Because yeah, we want to know as well. I mean, we we've talked at the minute about kind of plans for us moving forward with the podcast and that as well. Sort of ideas we've had. Like what, we, what could we do to like enhance it and me, really keep ourselves trendy and relevant? Well, it's, it's not that. It's play more fucking golf as well. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, this is the reason I keep looking at this list. I like travelling about. I've done it for years regarding work. It'd be nice to do it for a change. Enjoy for myself. Some leisure. Yeah, leisurely. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so 100 rated is a golf course in Glasgow called Coder the Championship. Um. I don't know. No experience of it whatsoever. 99 is uh, again in Glasgow, the Cathkin Braze. Picture looks nice. Yeah. And then 98, that's a very troublesome journey down there. Strong there. Mm. Port Patrick Dunsky. Again, the photo that they've used for the thumbnail of that golf course looks exceptional. Yeah. This is one that I thought you might have played. Number 97. I've wanted to get down there and play. Do you haven't played there? No, I, haven't I thought played. you have played there. No, I haven't played there. So, Gullen. Gullen, number three. Number three, that is, yeah. Uh, then there's Carrick and Alexandria. That looks fucking beautiful, man. <laughs> it does, <laughs> yeah. It really does. Um, then we've got one, uh, the Bridge of Weir. Uh, Ran for the castle. That looks... Wouldn't even know where Bridge of Weir was. No. This surprised me. I've played this. Number 94. This is the first one on the list I've played. Not too far from Bill Bar. Now actually it's about maybe 15, maybe 20 miles out of push. Fortha. It's a really nice little golf course. Now, I've been told it's like the Himalayas. At times. Is it? But it's it's a really nice little golf course. It's not the longest, but it's a it's a really nice golf course. I've enjoyed it. They did, you know that, was it, I don't think it was last, it certainly wasn't this winter, but I think it might have been last winter, possibly the six months before that where we had some really really high winds and we lost a few trees yeah. in areas like St Mike's golf course that we mm. both know in our area my wife used to be a member there they've lost a lot of trees due to some heavy sort of windy storms that we've had over here Forfa lost a few as well 
Um, so I don't know how they're recovering from that. But the time I played it, which was before they lost the trees, it was really nice. Yeah. Really good golf course. So jumping from there to 87. That's the course that I played. 87. What was that, into 93? We're not going through every single one, are we? I thought you were. Oh, no, no, fair no. Enough. I've got time for that, man. I'm going to fucking bed. I'm rangered. Um, number 87, I've played this course. I haven't. You haven't played this course. So Edsel, uh, Brecon, up the sort of coastal side of things with Angus. Um, I'll play in the winter. And even then... It's always hard to gauge a golf course in yeah. the winter, but if a golf course is decent in the winter... Yes. 86, Lordbuck, Glen Berry. No, couldn't speak about it. Kill McCall. That's West Coast, I think. Or Kill Malcolm. I Kill McCall. No, I've not played there, no. <laughs> Sorry, can't speak about it. We could argue on how you pronounce that name. You'd be, you'd be right, <laughs> I wouldn't. You? Uh, Murray, what was he? Again, I've, my father could probably speak well of that golf course because obviously mm. he was based at Lossy Mouth for a time um, in, in the RAF. So there'll be courses up there that he knows. It'd be actually quite. A, it would have been a decent one to have him on to go yeah. through this list because yeah, he's probably true. played far more than me. I mean, this one's. I think know. he always spoke well of Moray, but yeah. I've, I've never played it myself. This one's as remote as it gets, to be fair. Eh? And on the Isle of South Uist, and that's like one of the hardest places to get. <laughs> the Western Isles, man. Eh? But uh, Askernish, number three. This course. This looks is this insane. Is, this is what the Isle yeah. of. 82. 82, yeah. This one's always highly spoken about. I haven't played it myself. Both my, father, my father has yeah. because of, again, it's up that same area of the neck of the woods as Lossy Mouth and in between Inverness and Lossy Mouth. But Tain, Tain gets really well, good Tain's reviews. Well, Tain's full of north. Uh, so it is, I. Yeah. But Tain gets really good reviews. Yeah, old Tom Morris design. I've driven past it a few times from work at times, eh? and you go, oh, can I can't nap in. No, you can't. I'm going with your job. Um, Powfu, down at Annan. Never heard that. No. This one I thought might be one of yours. You had before Musselburgh, obviously Edinburgh. Again, another golf course there, and there's another one I think further in the list. Royal Musselburgh. Both golf courses I would like to play. Yeah. Just haven't hasn't happened yet. I have played the next one, but yeah. that's just cheating because it's part <laughs> of my membership. But yeah. When you see that number seventy nine, they all get seventy eight. See, I've I've played here as well. The Kittocks at Fairmont. Again, just classed in St Andrews, just slightly outside the town, but. Yeah, the Kittix is a good golf course. Yeah. Is it the harder one of the two? I can't mind. Personally, yeah. yeah. It used to be known as the Devlin, but then it was redesigned. A few holes were moved around between that and the... Uh, fuck, what's the other one called up there? Torrance. Torrance. I played, I played both and I found the Kittix was like... The Kittix is the harder course because yeah. there are some really tight tee shots. Really tight tee shots up there. Um... Yeah, I would say the Fairmont is, uh, sorry, the Torrance at the Fairmont is probably just slightly the better course of the two. What course did you play when the boys from? Um... We played the we played both when the boys did came you play up. Both? Yeah, when the boys came up for Bastards. the yeah. Bastards for the event in Scotland. Yeah, we went to the Fairmont and yeah, we played day one on the Torrance, day two on the Kittix. Right. And I think most of them would say that the Kittix was a tougher t- challenge. Me, I've only played each of them once. Um, I played the Torrance one week and then about two weeks later I played the Kittix and I thought, shit in the bed, man. <laughs> this is quite a big difference. I mean, I was told the Torrance is the harder one. I thought, I'll, I'll find it for myself. See, I think it's the other way around. I've always yeah. said the Kittix is the tougher one. Yeah. Well, for me, I found that as well, to be fair. Eh? 
Uh, number 77, Morton Hall. Down there. Next is Brunsfield, 76. Um, Edinburgh-based. Don't know anything about this one. No. 75, this one, I've driven past it. It's on the outskirts of Aberdeen. Um, it looks quite decent. It looks like a lot of trees. <laughs> so it's not good for me, then? No, not neither for me, though. I'll be, oh, be a nightmare. But yeah, uh, new marker. Um, that's it, obviously, in Aberdeen. I mean, I'm these sh- courses. I'm sure I actually spoke. To, used to speak to a guy quite a bit on uh, Instagram who RGG? was a member there. RJG? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Jack. Yeah, yeah. We, used, we were at one point. We were trying to try and get a game reciprocal at both ends. Obviously, I'd get him down to St Andrews on one of the courses there and go up and play Newmarker, but it just never transpired. I don't know if he's still even on. Well, was my safety? Active. Yeah. I used to speak to him quite a bit as well via Instagram. Um, because he had a good wee thing going. He was getting sponsorships. He was yeah. like tour ambassador. I golf was, course and he all was wearing a lot. That's kind of how we got talking. Because I bought a hoodie off of a, a local retail guy that used to be Warwick House Golf, mm. and obviously he had the same hoodie but different colours and that. And he did a fair bit of promo for them. I think he was maybe even a, an ambassador or something like that. Um, so we ended up. That's how we got talking. Coincidentally, that company no longer exists which is a shame because they did make good golf clothes yeah. but yeah it just never transpired that we ended up getting a game of golf together number 74 East Renfrewshire uh, Glasgow again don't know much about that one yeah. 73 Kings Inverness now this I know there's one that's definitely but I know you talk about it quite a bit Kings Inverness anything you've been no. that one I, th- I don't know if it was if it's Kings or if there's another golf course that's really close to Inverness it's just Inverness Golf Club but my second cousin is based up in Inverness he's a greenkeeper um, works on a very prestigious golf course that we'll talk about future in this list um, he was a member I think it's actually the Inverness Golf Club he's a member of but he may know Kings better than me um, he may even have played it but no I don't know anything about Kings the next one yeah I know this one I'm trying to play this one I've played here uh, Craighead at Crail. There's two courses of them. There's two. Yeah. This is the tougher one of the two. Is it? Craighead is a lot harder than the other course at Crail, which will again be on this list higher up. It's a good golf course because they're so exposed up there. You, you're on the coast, on the east coast of Scotland. You get wind. You can't. You, <clears throat> it's easier to count on one hand the days in the year that you don't get wind up here. That is a golf course that will beat you up if it's windy. And was this the course it. that Rick Shields played by Iona Stephen? Was it the other one? No, that was the other one. Yeah, for so. Yeah. yeah, they played the other one, which I would say is much more my hmm. my favourite golf course yeah. of the two up there. 71, uh, Kilmarnock, Barisay, down near Troon. I've heard good things about this golf course. I've seen a couple of... The next one? 71. Oh, 71. No, I've, I've not heard anything of Kilmarnock. Oh, wait a 70 looks a beast. 70s, I've I've got not played it, but there's been definitely good reviews of it. Yeah. Well, okay, we'll start with that then. Number 70, Fort Rose and Rosemarkey. That's basically just tucked on the, the coastal side after Inverness on the Black Isle. Yeah. Uh, just, just hidden away perfectly. I've seen the guys, um, like golf mates. Yeah, golf mates. Liam that's Harrison what I was about to mention them. Doing the well. hidden gems. There's a fucking hidden gem and a half, man. Eh? We yeah. have to go up there. Eh? Yeah, we'll it's definitely... My, 
there's another golf course in that area that we will talk about again. It's related to who is the greenkeeper in the family. Um, but my dad, again, being based up there at Lossy Knife, he's played Four Trows. And while we were sitting in the clubhouse of this other golf course, he was telling me all about Four Trows and saying, it needs to be played. You've got to get up there and experience it. So always heard great things. We'll get around to playing. It just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. 69. Mm. <laughs> It would be me that had to fucking say that number out. Eh? <laughs> You're going to clip that one later, aren't you? Oh, yes. Um, Blair Gary, the Lansdowne. Now, somebody you know very well. Yep. Kieran Mudbuck. Yep. He has just recently joined Blair Gary through the winter, oh. playing up there today in a medal. Is he? There's two courses up there, Blair Gary. Yeah, yeah. So I will be playing Blair Gary at some point this year, hopefully. Definitely, yeah. We've definitely yeah. spoken about getting getting together and getting around up there so I give Paul Mings play up there as well uh, Jason Edgar he recently I played with him on his feet he went to Scots Craig no relation some, to me by no, the no, way no 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 definitely not you see him um, <laughs> some reason he's now playing up there Gowrie must enjoy the travel on a Saturday morning on a Sunday but to be fair it's not a bad golf course to be a member of well, yeah, in that area of Perth obviously you've got you've got Octorada you've got Creef, you've got Blair Gary you've Craig got James. Glen Eagles, you've got King James. It's it's definitely up there as one of the better ones in that area. Not to knock Creef and Octorada and Glen Eagles. Octorada's a really good golf course Not fair. in that area. I've yeah. played it a few times. I've got uh, friends at work who are members there. And it's definitely a golf course that I will always try and get around at. It's a really good golf course there. Yeah, uh, 68 at Lanark, um, down the bottom end of Scotland. No. This one I think you have played. No. You haven't? No. I, mean, I thought you played this course. So I, I I would like to play it. I've tried to play it and it's just never materialised with timers and stuff like this. It was also during lockdown. So for context, the golf course we're talking about is Downfield at Dundee, which is probably in this area one of the best parkland golf courses around. But during lockdown, at the start of it, I, me and the wife were renting in Dundee so we lived in Dundee I emailed them because still holding a membership at St Andrews but we were locked to a five mile (laughs) radius that you could travel out with your area so St Andrews was too far for us I emailed Downfield and said look what would be the chances of maybe taking up like a three to six month membership because I'm guessing they've got an awful lot of members in Dundee anyway that probably keep them going but it was to try and give them extra cash and give me and the missus access to a golf course to play and they said no uh, they didn't need it so I was like fair enough so we ended up that's why we went to St Mike's yeah they've got quite an exclusive feel about them for being in the area I mean not the more they do have a bit of a name to back up yeah because so who qualified there for the Open don't know Paul Warren did he yeah maybe I should have known that but I don't I'm tired I've played golf guys the year that you won who the year that you won oh so it was a Qualify for Carnisty. Fair enough. We move on. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's, it was, it's yeah. good knowledge. I just yeah. didn't know anything about it. 65. Now, again, with my job, I do a lot of travel up and down the country. Um, I've driven past this golf course a lot. And the weather up there on a good day. Ropey. Whew. Not just wind, but rain. And this course looks it looks really good, to be fair. But it's uh, Peterhead, the old course. Um, 65 in the last 64 Boxborough down in Kelso again bottom end of the country 
Again, we're going way up north past Inverness now and up to Golsby and Golsby again. The reviews have been really good on it. Um, not, of course, I've played. I haven't actually played that much golf north of... Well, so you look at the, as soon as you cross that bridge at Inverness, you're open to so many golf courses within oh, like... Yeah, and a few that feature on this list. 90 mile radius? Yeah, it's there's some really, really good golf up there. Yeah. But even then, just before that, you've got round Aviemore way you've got a plethora of golf courses there of a real Spray good Valley. yeah you've got it's not it's the ones on the list I know yeah. which ones so I'm not going to mention it but there are others you've got King Yussi golf course up there that's a great golf course you've got Grant on Spay another really good one the one that is on the list is exceptional oh, coincidentally honest. was actually my ball marker around the golf course today that we played was it? aye I didn't notice that no uh, number 62. We've already spoken about it, but yeah, that's, the, that's the Torrance at Fairmont. Yeah. 61. This is the other one up at Crail, Balcomi. Yeah. It is the better of the two golf courses. It's a photograph, man. Ah, it's nice. <laughs> but again, it's right on the coast, so yeah. like, you get those yeah. coastal photos. They're just really good. But yeah, no, that's the one that you were meaning that um, Rick Shields and Iona Stevens played. It's a really good golf course. Yeah. I just wonder what I mean. I said to you the other day, it's one that I want to play. As much as Dumbarney. I really want to play Dumbarney. Right, I know you that. do. You've name dropped that a few times. Yes. So, uh, David, if you listen to this point. Hi, David Scott. He's <laughs> up there. We've got a pile of books here as well. That's what, that's what it gets to me about you. I mean, friends are friends and that, but you know. Aye, but timing's a. My timing's shit, my brother. Aye, but you. He's got a reputation to keep, isn't he? <laughs> Bringing us two fucking... Okay, new fucking scallywags, man. <laughs> uh, number six, the West Colbride. Again, in the sort of central belt area near Glasgow. Right. Uh, 59, again, the Long Nidri region of Kilspindy. Again, it looks right, right on the coast. Again, looks decent, man. 58. This was what I was getting into. Presswick. This is Nicholas Coast. I was at Presswick. The golf course, main one down there. Yeah, that's, well, that's very historic. Yes, it's the first. That's open. further up than what I expected. But yeah. again, we look at that. The amount of golf courses in that area, it's frightening. Eh? Fifty-seven, Urban. Not a clue. No. Fifty-six, Nairn Dunbar. Another highly spoken about golf course in the country. That if you've ever played with someone who's played there, I'm sure they've got nothing but good things to say. Yeah. Can't say the same for myself. I've never played there. <laughs> yeah. This one I've got a lot of experience of. <laughs> You've got some. Um, number 55 is Mild Golf Course. Well, I'll play that up on top of that Roth, and that's a Monty Feath medal. Yeah. Right, it's a great golf course. It's great. Right. For some, it's not as much of a challenge, but for me, at my level, there's times where I can struggle on that golf course really badly. Eh? It's tough, man. Eh? It depends on what attitude you go into any golf course any mm. golf course can eat you up if you if you don't play it the right way or if you're not playing well or the wind or the rain is lashing down but no Monty Feath is a, is a good golf course it's very it's not maybe the longest mm. but it it will certainly chew you up if the wind's up it's a tough course in the wind um, but again not too far away from our broth just down the road type thing it's yeah it's a really good golf course I'm quite fortunate that my club and one of the clubs at Monty Feath have a, a long-standing relationship and partnership, and we play a, 
a match against each other. Two matches in the year, one were one at home, one away. So Monifeth is always an opportunity. It does tend to, for us at St Andrews, we do tend to try and put the better golfers out for that. Mm. So it's usually round about the sort of six, seven handicap gets the cut off. But no, it's, it's always an enjoyable golf course to go and play. 54. I've played here too. You have played here. I've not played there. I've, to be honest with you, mate. It's another one on the <laughs> Really? Yeah. It's a good golf course. It's I'll another be one on the mix, is, it? is it a mix between Lynx and Parkland in between? Yeah, the further you get into the golf course, it's the further away from the clubhouse, it does become a bit more Parklandy because it's a bit more wet and mm. lower down close to the water. But... The first part of the golf course is linksy, and as you get towards the end, it's linksy again. Um, but it's a previous open qualifying golf course as well that has at some stage held that status. Cause Just the most the qualified there. I couldn't tell you names. I remember going down once and watching some of the qualifying rounds with my dad, and it was like the likes of Fuzzy Zella was there playing. So it's, it was a while ago that they held Jesus. it. But we're talking about Scott's Craig in Tayport. It's a good golf course. A uh, good friend of mine, Scott Carmichael, he's a member there. He's a, oh, I don't know if it's three times. He's won it at least twice the club championship there, um, but possibly even three times. So he's a good golfer in his own right. I think he's off plus three nowadays. Fifty-three. I have played here. Yeah, I thought you might have. Um, this, again, I'm very lucky that my golf club and this golf club have a a good relationship and partnership that we play a club match every year as well. Not the same as Monifeath where we play twice in a year, so you're always guaranteed a home and away. It's alternate year. So this year for the, the matches coming up again, they're playing up, up our neck of the woods. So they're coming to St Andrews. Last year we went to them, which I played. And it's Montrose. It's a great golf course. It's a bit unfortunate what they've got going on on the coastline, the second tee, because of sand erosion, dune erosion. It's just, it keeps coming in ever more. So it is... Slightly threatening the golf course. They are trying to put money in behind it and raise the funds to try and help support the uh, the landscape. But it's Mother Nature's taking a course at the moment. So it was funny. I was actually offered a round up here you last should, year. You should um, jump into it. I was the manager, of American Golf in Dundee. <laughs> Believe it or not, asked me for to go for a round, and I just never got into fucking doing it. But yeah, that looks. You should jump at the chance to play it. It's a really good. Golf it's got some, it's got some really good golf holes on it. The the Montrose course really does. Fifty two. Now this region is quite well known for golf courses as well. Uh, North Berwick area. This is number fifty two. Archerfield. Yeah, the Di- was it the Darlington. Yeah. 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 Fifty one. We mentioned it earlier, the first of the Glen Eagles. Yeah, the PGA. That's the one there. that had the Ryder Cup on it. Yeah. And yeah, the, the PGA. The Solheim? So got, yeah, and the Solheim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you've got the three courses up at Glen Eagles. You've got the PGA, the Kings, and the Queens. Um, I think most people who've played it would actually say, as this is ranked 51, I'm sure there's at least one of the other Glen Eagles courses on this list. They would say that the PGA is actually probably not as well received as the Kings and Queens. Well, the Kings has got a better reputation, I think. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. Yeah. 50. You have to, you've played this one. I have played. This is Leaving Links. And this is hidden away in the coastline. 
It's a good golf. It's such yeah. a good golf course. You it come really out of Kirkcaldy, head in the road, sort of head toward northeast, you've and you'll a, find this golf course. Again, you've it's... got a great line of golf courses up there. You've oh, got London Jesus. Links. You've got Dunbarney, which is obviously <laughs> <laughs> on your wish list. But no, I've got a few friends who are members um, at Leaven. Uh, a mate at work as well, uh, Sean Wright. He's he's a member there and. Yeah, leaving links is a great golf course. Yeah, that works amazing, man. You just go, you drive past it, and it's like that whole stretch. Like you said, it's just like top notch golf courses. Forty nine. Now I know we've both not played this golf course, and mate, it's an absolute tragedy that I haven't played this. Yeah, golf course yet. It's on my list to play it. Definitely, I can. A few boys I've played it over the last couple the worst, of years. The worst case scenario, well, not the worst case scenario. The worst thing about this golf course is I've got. A guy at work who's a friend who is a member there. Yeah. I've got several members of the golf club that I'm a member of that are members also at this golf course. I still haven't played it. And there are opens every year. You could play it there. Again, it's also held status as a previous open qualifying golf course. But at 49 is Lady Bank. And if you haven't heard of it, get on Google, do a look at search for it, look at it and then get yourself a tea time. As previously stated, I work on the trains in Scotland, and you do go past this golf course, and it's a pain in the tits going past this <laughs> golf course. Because it just... I'm it, so big! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you tell us why there's been a four-hour delay on your train? No? Um, yeah, it just looks great. And they've done an awful lot of work to it in the last couple of years as well, from obviously the members that I know there and spoken with them, and it's it's really improved things they've done a lot of work on their practice area as well they've got yeah. a range in there now so even the approach you turn off the a92 and five um yeah you just it's like it's almost a kind of magnolia lane type it's just tree lines on there. either side you're yeah. just driving straight down to it yeah 48 you've definitely played this and this is meant to be the toughest course in my opinion it certainly is the toughest yeah. course at st andrews i've heard this from you your dad other members and that obviously your golf club it's one of the harder golf courses and that is the jubilee yeah, it's St Andrews and that links sort of. It's a good thing. golf course, but it's. Is that the one that goes right out, right out to the very back? Then come yeah, back it's the again. closest to the the water. Yeah, yeah, closest to the beach, and yeah, it's a, it's a really good golf course, but it will eat you up if the wind is up, and if you've got a a right miss, then you're fucked. Yeah, cause I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why I've never gotten yeah. a good round on the on the Jubilee. Your dad. Offered me around on that one time. I think I said no. He called me a poof. <laughs> and then he's never asked me again to play the rest. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've, you've, you've shut the bed on that yeah, one. Yeah, I did shut the bed, man. Yeah. Uh, 47 Glasgow, Gales Links, down Nurban. Again, looks beautiful, man. Eh? I love Lynx courses, man, honestly. Uh, 46, this one, and another one day part of the company, right at the very top, sort of northeast side of Scotland, uh, Fraserburgh, mm-hmm. Corby Hall. 45, you mentioned that I've driven past it. I've, you I've been... mentioned it. I just said Aviemore. You said Spayvale. Fair enough. I've driven past it a lot of times on that uh, that terrible road that takes you back up towards Banff and The A9. Nairn. Is it the A9? It's the A9 and it's an A96 sort of cut-off point ah, and yeah. it cuts off again. Spay Valley. Now, <sighs> the reputation it's got is... Height of summer, you'll not play a better course in that area. 
You've got you've got discrepancies against that. You've got different opinion. I, What's the reputation has got? I don't know. Like, well, I've, I've, never, I've never played it. So yeah. but if, obviously, if you you as a listener knows, or if you play another course in the area that you think rivals it, let us know. Please. Let us know. Yeah, definitely. Forty-four. Uh, Loughness new again. Longridge area. These these next two, Loughness and uh, forty-three South Southerness or Southerness, whichever way you want to uh, pronounce it, both have really good reputations. Yeah. Yeah. That's down Dumfries where forty-two. I said that I thought you were going to put this. Yeah, back to return to Gullen for number two. Yeah, again, good reputation down there. Uh, 41, Dunbar. Yep, another good reputation. Now, this is where it gets a bit. (laughs) You get some big names now, but unfortunately you get an arsehole's name in front of two of them. (laughs) Sorry, did I say that? Hopefully he's going to get impeached and put in jail soon anyway. He's he's got politics and tiger. Number 40, Trump Tumbery. Came over the bush course. That's down here, so obviously right in the very, very west of the coast. Um, beautiful part of the one. Yeah. Golf courses everywhere. A lot of people that said that they've played this in review said it surprised them how good it was. Really? Yeah. They go there, obviously, there's the other one in that area the that will yeah. be in the list yeah. later on. Um, that is always going to be the one that most people go there to play. But maybe if they've got like a golf package, this has been attached to it, the yeah. King, Robert the King... Robert the King, King the Robert Bruce, <laughs> and uh, they've always come away and said it was how surprised that they was, and if not on par, if not slightly better for some of them that have played it compared to the other one. Fair enough. Thirty nine. This one, I've heard mixed reviews. <laughs> I have very mixed reviews about this one. Yeah, the Dukes at St Andrews. Yeah, I've played there a few times. Course design, mm-hmm. tee to green, is really good. Right, greens. Unfortunately, every time I've played it, there's been three or four different green speeds on different greens, which has always pissed me off. The next unfortunate thing is the location of where it was, it's been made. It's clay-based soil, so it does not do well in wintry conditions and wet conditions. So it's a golf course I really want to like. <laughs> I've played there a few times and I've I've almost come off every other time refusing to play it again. Just because I've had that bad an experience on it. Um, just whether it be green speeds or it be a bit too boggy because I've played it at the wrong times of the year. But really you need a decent spring into a warm summer for that course to get to get the better. There's proper parkland as well, is it? Yeah. Proper parkland. But it's, like I say, it's so annoying because tea to green design is really nice. Yeah. And some of the views you get up there towards the, the middle part of the back nine are great. It's just, yeah, I've always walked away disappointed from that golf course. I don't know. Hopefully I'll be playing at some point, so yeah. Um, 38. Here's Chai's. Here's Chai's. This is the one Tom want to talk about the most, really. Not want to talk about the most. It's just a golf course I really, really rate highly. Um, again, I've, I've always driven past that. Talk to me about Bolt Garden. It's a great golf course. It really is. It's uh, obviously near Aviemore area. Um, obviously, people are sitting that maybe Spey Valley in that time of year in the summer is maybe one of the best courses in that area. I would certainly say Bolt Garden challenges it 100%. It's just 
a very very good golf course the times i've gone up there some of the speeds of the greens are ridiculous um, <laughs> there's a hole on the 12th that it's sloped front to back it's almost like a it's a two-tier green but it's almost verging on a three-tier green and i've played it where i've hit the gone long and the ball's been uh, the pin's been at the front and i've gone long and i had to hit this putt down and i've degreened it every time you can't you cannot keep the ball on the green it's just that <laughs> the greens are that good but i went up there last year towards the tail end before my back properly caved in it was at the start of august and um, went up with kieran and we went up there and played the 36 hole open right now i only managed 12 holes and then obviously i, think I still i still played in it still played 18 finished off the 18 but i didn't play the second round i just couldn't right. and obviously kieran kieran drove up i drove to his and then he did the 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 longer part of the journey up the a9 and uh I ended up sleeping in his car in the back nine because I was just in that much pain. <laughs> I tried to sleep in the locker room, but there was just nowhere decent to sleep. And I couldn't sit in the bar any longer because it was just sitting down was a pain in the tits as well. But it's such a good golf course. But for 36 hole open, it was £35 in the open. And that round, on a, and it was on a Saturday as well. And normally on the Saturday up there, you're paying 70 or 80 quid for it. What time of year was that? That was August, August 5th. Yeah, because I the place in that place up but the last year. The weekend after, they had the the 18 hole golf course for 25 quid and it was the to me it looks like one of the cheaper courses it's such but a good golf course you get a lot for way of money obviously oh, you know I mean because Spare Valley you're paying about I think like peak season like high season sorry you're talking about 120 pounds something like that I used to there. go up there with my my dad organised that he had a few some members of the golf club as well and a couple of guys that further afield from friends of within the club we went up there and we were, I think it was maybe two or three caravans. There was a wee caravan park just outside Bogart. We would park up there on a Thursday night, go to the Bogart Garden Clubhouse, have a curry for tea, a few drinks, and then the next day we'd have 36 holes at Bogart Garden. The Saturday we'd have 36 holes at Grant Nons Bay, and on the Sunday on the way back we'd play 18 at KQC. Some of the best weekends. Some of the golf the golf courses that we played were absolutely fantastic. And yeah. Bogart Garden is definitely stands out. <laughs> Say it again, we do want to play more golf courses from Scotland. We're loyal to our courses, and I said we play at home, but I want to be getting about, see what we can get. Uh, number 37, Murka. Murka links up in Aberdeenshire, looks a peach. Mm-hmm. 36, uh, another course uh-huh. down in North Berwick, Archerfield, the Fidra. Well, we've mentioned one of the courses in the area. 35, Blair Gary. Blair Gary. Yeah, the Rosemount. Rosemount. Okay, this looks unreal. Yeah, I think the Rosemount of the two is the one that most people would probably want to play if they yeah. can. 34. The golf course I want to play and I've never played. See, that surprised me. I thought you had played that one, eh? Uh, for, and even since I've, I've not dropped it with hints to try and get it as like a birthday round, but it's like there's been times when the wife has asked me, what do I want for my birthday? And her side of the family and her mm. parents and sisters have said, oh, they couldn't, don't know what to get me. And I'm terrible for getting gifts because I, oh, so, I give yeah. nobody any ideas whatsoever. Yeah. And I've occasionally sort of dropped hints about saying, "Well, if you could get me around there, that would be re- that, 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 that would be like birthday and Christmas. I'm happy." Yeah. But it's not materialised yet, and I I know nobody there. If you're a member of London Links and want to be a friend, please let me know. Yeah, I'm happy about that. <laughs> um, oh man, thirty three. This played, is what I want to play. I have played here. You have played here. I'm very very lucky that I know the clubhouse manager. Yes, here. Uh, Jamie, Jamie Allison. Yep. Um, Oh, mate. Ely. 
There was I, I drove past the entrance to it and you told me he's still a far way to go <laughs> from the road, sort of thing, the turn and that to get up to the actual golf course itself. You will miss that turn. Yeah. If you if you don't have a sat nav that is hundred percent accurate and you don't know where you're going, mm. you will go past that probably four times before <laughs> you realise you have to go up this tiny little alleyway. If another car's coming down, you've got the worst. One of you's got the worst reverse that you've got to do because you just cannot get two vehicles past each other. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's such a good golf course, and it's such a little like quirky start to the golf course because you've got this old. Well, it's not an old, but you've got the starter box, and they've got this old periscope that they have to look at to see yeah. down the fairway if you're clear to tee. Because you look on the first tee and you can't see nothing but hill. And I thought my three wood was high enough to get over it, and it only just cleared by about a foot. By a ball here. And I hit it. I hit the three wood decent, so it's a fairly big mound in front of you. But yeah, it's a it's a really good golf course, Evie, and the views you get round there are just exceptional. And again, if you've if you're an avid follower of Rick Shields, he's done a video up there where he did a course vlog, and him and Guy, yeah, and they speak about the yeah. yeah, they speak about the periscope as well. But yeah, it's a really, really good golf course. Yeah, Ely is again on the Evergreen list for me. Yeah. Um, this one I would love to play. Craig knows where guest and mentioned working there and playing there. This has got a bit of prestige to this golf course. Eh? So and does Ely though. Yes, that's e- true. Ely yeah. is a very sort of traditional mm. golf course, well, set, golf before, course and golf yeah. club setup, which is, and I'm I'm not knocking it whatsoever. But I think before COVID, it was always you went in, like Craig mentioned about Panmure, jacket and tie. And yeah, it's just, there's a quite a few members of the RNA up at Ely right. that are members there. I don't know if they may be at Panmure as well because of that connection of having a bit of prestige about it. But yeah, Panmure. Oh, that looks amazing. Again, I get the joys on the trains of going past Carnisty, Money Feath, Panmure, Arbroath. Stonehaven. <laughs> Stonehaven's <laughs> looks like a decent one as well, yeah. <laughs> see in the summer when I'm working and you just see boys going up and down those golf courses in shorts and t shirts. It's the most demoralising thing. Yeah. Yeah, pardon me, looks exceptional to be fair. Uh, yeah. It's not too far from where we are as well. 31, Murray. Again, I've heard good things. Yeah. Looks a decent golf course. 30. A golf course that Peter Finch is highly linked with. Yes. Dundonald again golf course I'd love to play but yeah. not been around there so we're now in the top 30 and this is where it gets serious like serious golf courses and yeah 30 Dundonald down northern 29 St Andrews the castle course again one I've not played one I've been I've been told it's a tough test I mean majority of the time it's windy <laughs> which isn't my sort of strength yeah it's it's a really good I personally really like the golf course the the greens slightly let it down because the the original design on them they were so undulating that they had to make them a bit hairier so that the ball would stay on the greens because it's so exposed up there and the wind that we do get around this area a lot of people that may be in the town don't have a great view of the castle course I I like it because it's a completely different style of golf to the other courses in the Mm. town but I think it it fully warrants its place on the list where it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's maybe better than the new and the old, which I'm guessing are on this list and higher up. But it's 
for a different challenge, it's certainly good. And the views you get up there, is like you would at the Fairmont too. Yeah, yeah really it's not big areas that sound as well. Like you play the sixth hole and you go down, you hit your tee shot, and then the second shot is like downhill towards the cliffs and onto the green. Once you get onto there and you get to the seventh tee, you look back behind you and you've just got the perfect painting picture of the oak, uh, the St Andrews town. Yeah with the cathedral and the castle and the corner and stuff like this so yeah it's a lovely golf course yeah 28 no I've heard good things about this but it's just too fucking far away <laughs> it's another one in that area we were saying just north of <sighs> Inverness just north got a plethora. fuck well, me yeah, man okay. honestly I've done this it's drive bit, so many times in, in it's my a life bit not, yeah but once you hit north of Inverness the roads become ropey anyway but we're it just, at, we're at two maybe three hours no maybe two and a half hours yeah. on a Maybe a normal day from Inverness, uh, Brora. Yeah. Again, windy, windy part of the country. That's right on the coastline as well. Um, but yeah, um, this oh. my favourite. Just spoken about it. Yeah, my favourite. The new course at St Andrews. Yeah, out of the lot of them. Old course, the old course, but the new is special, man. If you get the chance to hit St Andrews links, make sure you play the new as well. Um, Oh, that's what we talked about this one number 26 and uh, the dream would to be to go across there <laughs> yeah uh, again in that sort of area you yeah. would need a boat yeah, for summer to get to some of the places yeah, but yeah. Macrahanish Dunes yeah Campbelltown now these guys the golf club they follow us on Instagram do they? yes they do can we have a round please <laughs> yeah. accommodation they follow us on Instagram I think they follow me as well my personal account and the look at tonight when you get home the oh I've seen photographs the, floors, yeah. the photographs look unbelievable like I said it's, it's a ferry journey I think it's you get the ferry from I'm going home and DM them where would you get the ferry from I can't remember where it is I think it might be like Irvine sort of area but yeah you're right out to out these like, yeah. it looks amazing man 25, I mentioned this earlier on, but yeah, Glen Eagles, the Queen's Course. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it is, man. Yeah, we've already talked about that one. This 24, very, very golf-friendly area in Scotland, up in Dornock, uh, Skeeble Castle, the Carnegie Club. Oh, look at the views, man. Mountain ranges, oh, crazy. 23. Scottish North Open. Scottish Open. Yep. Renaissance North, Club. North Berwick again. Yeah. Yeah, it's obviously. I think a lot of people have seen if they watch the Scottish Open the week before the Open, they'll know what the Renaissance is about. Yep, twenty-two. Imagine a lot two courses down here. Gullen, Gullen number one. Twenty-one. It's ironic that they go in actually three-two-one order. Yeah, yeah. They know they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one is Macri, Isle of Isla. Great Isla, whiskey. Sorry. Great whiskey up that way. Yeah. Twenty. Now, again, a couple of boys that have played here. This looks a bit more. Yeah, my greenkeeping second cousin has played here and delighted in telling me how, how good the golf course was. It's the championship course in Nairn. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I'm going to keep saying it because luckily for me, my day-to-day takes you me get past, to drive past it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, Nairn, championship course, 19 mentioned it previously was the championship course of this is the Matt Grahanish. yeah <laughs> looks so nice yeah another famous course in northern western, western girls yeah. western girls looks beautiful man 
And oh, then number seventeen. Okay, I'm going to shut up now and I'll let Gareth talk. <clears throat> number seventeen is Don I've Barney. played you. Oh, fuck you, man. I don't even want to fucking say it to you though, because I know I know the answer. Here, <laughs> Murphy, your fucking dad as well. I'm playing the Barney this weekend. Oh, this course. No, I worked here. It's only been about three years old now. Because you're going into its third, third season. season. Yeah. I've done some work on this area when I was getting renovated. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't when they were renovated. They were just finishing off the clubhouse, weren't they? Yeah. They're still being parts of the holes and that. Yeah. yeah the, I think the long part three was still being built at that time. And I was meant to be there for the flying, wasn't doing my work. In and out, do the job. So you took all day to do it just so you could stay there? I'm not joking. I, I, I guess my first time there, I spent about an hour and a half. It was meant to be like a 30 minute call. Second time I was there. I was meant to be like another one and a half worth of work. I was there for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final thing I was there before it opened was the final stages of the clubhouse getting built. I I won't say kicked down the fence, but I, I went through a fence to go and see the back of the clubhouse. And then you get a view of the, must be the 18th. Mm-hmm. On the left-hand side? Yeah. With the trees just coming around, yeah. Yeah. I sat there for a good 10 minutes just taking it in me. Yeah. Now, you said to me, the word is... It's meant to be. It's going to look like it's going to be potentially an open venue. Well, they, I they think, think it might be. There was, there was talk. There was talk about it. I don't know how true or accurate that talk was. I think it was more last year because of the open being at St Andrews. Yeah. And obviously, Dunbarney's just a. In terms of geography, it was. It's like a stone throw away, but it would also have everyone or all the players over the water at the right side if that makes sense in terms of bridges and delays and everything else like this so that was the the talk but i don't it obviously didn't materialize and i don't know where it's situated now they did have a bit of issues last year early on in the year um due to it being a their first experience of a rough winter yeah and and the course doesn't have much protection from the conditions it's so exposed it's out there in the middle of sort of nowhere um so yeah they got caught out with a rough winter and i think they even had a burst water pipe on one of the eighth green which was it took a, a long time to get on top of and get it repaired um get the green back in a good state i think they've had a better winter this year mm-hmm. i think from early reports even from themselves saying that the course is in good condition so again, I'm hoping because they did, they did have to close I think last year in June for a period of three to four weeks or something like that which will obviously have hurt them financially um, and unfortunately cancelled a few tea times of those who'd booked in that time but if you can play Dunbarney play Dunbarney I do want to play Dunbarney <laughs> they've, they've just they've just opened this week. As I said, this weekend they opened up. I've seen the guys in their first t-shirt and David Scott, the manager, he was there with the whiskey. With the whiskey, yeah. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I've played it twice and I've not been disappointed. No, no. It's a good golf course with great views. It'll challenge you if you want a a good video on YouTube to go and watch. Peter Finch played it, and it's a great video. It shows up the course really well. Yeah, just just go Google. Type in Dunbarney links, and I, I promise you, the first sort of 20 photographs you're going to see, <laughs> you'll be taken away by it. It's just a, a picturesque man. 16, mentioned already. Yep. Glen Eagles, the King's Course. Hunks a bastard to be fair. <laughs> 15, this is high on my list as well. Yeah. 
But again, very prestigious. You just kind of go in. Yeah. You, you go on the website, you kind of book nothing, you can't do nothing. No, it's one of those ones. There's another golf course come in that's very, very like that. Um, yeah, you kind of need to know a member at one yeah. moment. You see a lot of charity golf It used to be the now. Scottish Open event. It used to hold the Scottish Open. So it did. Well, Sean Hunter, obviously, Bar Stewards was one of the, the organisers of it. And he, jammy bastard that he is somehow managed to wangle around up there when he came up for a couple of days in Scotland. So he's played Loch Lomond. And yeah. Uh, 14, again, we mentioned at the start. Possibly um, could be up there to challenge in terms of the home of golf yeah. status. Preswick. First of all, the was played here, Preswick. If you do follow the guys that do a lot of YouTube golf, I would say four to five of them have been there over the last sort of year and a half. Mm -hmm. All come away the same sort of feeling, same sort of opinion. It is to be played. Um, again, not expensive compared to other courses in the country. Yeah. But it's it's got, it's got the, I think the problem is because it's got the old history. Yeah. But it's because it moved away from there and it's never really returned. Mm. Obviously, they'll probably host a few high amateur events and stuff like this. They'll have their own opens and club championships and stuff like that. I think because of that, it's not been in the TV limelight if you know what I mean mm -hmm. that I think that's why it's probably better priced than most it's yeah. certainly if they put the prices up there you wouldn't argue no number 13 unlucky for some <laughs> I'd love to play this course yeah same world train open venue it's in the name <laughs> it's just it's just a, yeah this one you pointed me in the direction don't have a look at yeah number 12 this is the one when we were talking about prestigious and hard to get into yeah um, this is hard to get into. Yeah. Holy shit. You go into the website, and the only way you can book is to email them to inquire. Yeah. I don't know about the green fees, to, for definite. I've heard rumours of what the green fees are. Sell a kidney. Uh, and then maybe your wife's or your partner's kidney alongside it, you might get around. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Well, it's quite isolated, so you get away with it. fun on the Isle of Judah. Uh, what a whiskey place! What should we say? <laughs> <laughs> whiskey companies coming right into sort of feeling away. Yeah, but I had a quick look the other night when you mentioned that. Yeah. Again, a ferry journey required. Um, very isolated. A private jet would always work. Ooh. With a parachute, because I don't think they've got a landing zone. <laughs> <laughs> this is on my list, number eleven. Back um, up to Peterhead area. Yeah. Of course, yeah, with a great, oh great reputation. Yeah. yeah, we've seen uh, Nick Fowler playing there recently with last Rick. year with Rick Shields as well. Yeah, he had they had a horrendously windy day. <laughs> Five layers on, a hat, gloves, everything like that. But that's golf course. I actually works. started listening to Sir Nick's roundtable podcast the other day. Mate. Just as a awesome side that. note, uh, yeah. he had Rick Shields on his first first guest. Yeah, it's it's not bad actually. Had Jack on as well. Has um, he? Yeah. I'll have to listen to that. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm only halfway through. Jack the... was the first episode, and then right. came in, but the film, uh, the recording them all the way around. Uh, when I got, when I seen it being mm. sort of like advertised in my, yeah, uh, where I watch my or listen to my podcasts, well, it was that. just the Rick Shields one. So yeah. I'm only halfway through that one, so I'll start with yeah. Jack. When Jack's good there because Jack talks a lot about the good things about Arnold Palmer, Mike, and all the boys and all the rest of it. So that's decent, man. Yeah. Right, we've hit the top ten. Oh, Dickhead's back. Dickhead is back, yeah. Um, you've played this? Nope. Oh, 
Fucking hell, man. I thought you did. I haven't played half of these golf courses that we've been mentioning since Dunbarney. So 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, and now in the 10, and I still haven't played a golf course yet. Shit. Trump National Golf Links in Aberdeen. This gets such highly spoken about. Yeah. That I think one of the biggest things that they always say about it, not only is the standard of the golf course exceptional, but every hole is designed in a way that you feel like you're the only people on the golf course you cannot see another group either side of you or ahead of you behind you that's crazy the setup eh? so yeah it it sounds great and i i don't think anyone's really said a bad word about it no um apart from the what five letters that come to the front of it <laughs> but if you keep that out of it then yeah it definitely lives up to its reputation uh number nine royal aberdeen the balgownie Again, knowing that coastline looks stunning. Absolutely stunning, man. We're now at number eight. And I've played this one. You have played this, so I'm very, very jealous. This course. This is where my second cousin has worked as a greenkeeper. Castle Stewart, up at Inverness. A previous Scottish Open host. Um, Yeah, it's a really good golf course. I really enjoyed it when we went up there. We got really good weather. Mm. Went up one summer. And it was, yeah, a really good, good experience. Number seven is potentially a golf course that I'll be playing for the first time in the next year. One that I missed out the chances of playing in today. Today, yeah. Yeah. King's Barnes. How many times have you played that? That must be about eight rounds I've had it in now. Is it? Yeah. Every time different? Uh, I've had a few days that have been similar weather conditions, <laughs> but I've, it's actually a golf course I seem to kind of play well at. Yeah. Um, it, if we're going to like pick my top five at the end of this, it's certainly in there. Yeah. hundred percent in there. Nice. It's nice. so good. I love King's Barnes. Really do love King's Barnes. Oh, God, I've robbed this one. <coughs> uh, the golf six. course that we've both played 16 holes of, I've played the other two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't let that one slide. Well, I've imagined that. And that one was specially for you, yeah, Craig. Yeah, Craig and Jim as well. Our good pal Jim they got us on the golf course that day. Aye. Um, yeah, the Canusti Championship. The golf, the golf course that fucking ruined me. <laughs> Probably after nine holes, but I soldered on and then played another. Fuck's sake. Played another seven holes. Yeah, played another seven. And um, then it broke you for about a good two months after. I could not swing a golf club. Eh? You were so angry that day. I, I was actually angry you, for two months. Though. You, yeah, you overhyped it so much that it was never going to... You put yourself under so much pressure to play well, to enjoy it. You based it... That was the thing. You based your experience at Carnoustie on you being able to play well. Yeah, you just you got inside your head very quickly in that round and it was just a downward spiral, unfortunately. Yeah. And then you walked off on the best two holes. Yeah, I definitely like, pull my mistakes, right? Yeah, we're all human. Oh, fuck, I've made a plenty. <laughs> but yeah, because I played the burden and the burnside a good few times as well, and then Jim's not had to be made. Different fucking animal, right? Car nasty for Car nasty. You know what I mean? Three years previous, well, who, what happened? We watched the open down there. You know what I mean? How hard it was for the professionals. Yeah. But dickhead here. <laughs> I'm going to play Carnoustie. Yeah. Anyway, number five. A golf course I really, again, want to play. It's got a great reputation. I've seen a few boys play rounds here. And 
the photo footage never never disappoints no. and that's North Berwick West yeah. North Berwick yeah North Berwick's blessed with a fair few yeah, good golf courses yeah, like definitely and this one back to another area blessed with golf courses <laughs> again one I want to play as well so badly man Royal Dornock it's that always that same photo that you see that big massive Royal Dornock sign with the flags behind it yeah. everyone always gets their photo yeah. taken behind there yeah. but yeah number four for a reason <laughs> number three Jewel in the Sun. Yeah. Muirfield. Just look at him, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Dickhead Buck. Can we just say the, the, the yeah. back part? I don't need to say that for, first part. So Turnbury. Turnbury. This is my most painful story in golf. Turnbury. Number two in the hundred list of Scottish golf courses. I know what's coming. I've played six holes. And my bastard back fucked me. When was this? Uh, this was about three and a half years ago, maybe. We were... I went up there with my father and a couple of other folks. And we were very fortunate enough that we knew a member there. An old work colleague of my dad. Um, he's a great guy. And I think he's now actually a member of Royal Troon. Might need to get my dad to tap him up again. Yeah. Um, Dave Boy, help us here. And yeah, so we went up there, and even though we were like with a member and sort of paying guest prices, didn't expect to get as great a service as we got there. Like they couldn't do enough for you. It was brilliant. The club shop up there was huge. But yeah, so we played. Obviously, I walked the entire course, and it does look as good as it is like that ninth hole the path three you go up to where the championship tee is and it is just all you see is tee cliff water 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 green halfway house lighthouse oh fuck and it's like 240 odd is it yeah for the path three off, the, cha- off the championship yeah, yeah yeah so it's frightening frightening <sighs> but it's yeah, it's such a good-looking golf course. Six holes are great. <laughs> See, I didn't feel that bad, though. Look at this, dear. Yeah, but I didn't walk off voluntarily. <laughs> I couldn't swing a golf club after. Like, my back fucking just went on me. I just could not fucking swing and hit a golf ball. And the problem was, I couldn't, like, nip up to the car and put my clubs in, so I ended up pushing my trolley round the fucking golf course. Take it, take it I suppose, huh? Yeah. yeah, look at what I would have hit if I'd driven <laughs> the ball here. <laughs> uh, number one in the top 100 golf courses in Scotland. Of course it is. There could be a lot of arguments on this one, um, but the history is there. So obviously, yes, it is the old course at St Andrews. Um, like you said, it, it will it'll have two polar views on it. There'll be those that say after 1, 2, 17 and 18, the golf course is blair. There'll be those who just love every shot. Mm. It's a special place for me. I, I'm i very blessed to be a member there. I'm very blessed to play it a fair amount of time. It's still a special golf course. I still enjoy playing it to this day. I don't think much else needs to be said on it. No, I mean, I've played a couple of times lucky enough to play it. The old course is the old course. I mean, preference-wise, my favourite out of the links is probably the new. 
well, of course, hold his own. Um, it's still a test for us amateurs. And um, while we're a long way, it's at the top of this list that we've gone through. Um, yeah, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much for joining us again for episode 10. Um, back again next week, as per. And again, this list that we've put out, we do want a bit of feedback. There could be courses that are too do you, high. Do you agree with the list? Do you, yeah, exactly. Like we say, it's some ourselves that we think maybe should be shifted about. Yeah. Um, should the likes of the very prestigious golf courses like Loch Lomond and Ardfin that you can't really even get on, should they even be counted in the list? Because surely to be the top 100, you have to be accessible yeah. to all. But... Don't get me wrong, there's two golf courses. They warrant by course design to be on the, the list, but if they're not accessible to all mem- to all players, is that something that should be taken into consideration when making these lists? Let us know on Instagram, DM, um, email us as well. Yeah, keep it going. Um, I can't thank you all enough. Like, we say every week. We do say every week, but we mean it as well at the same time. Um I enjoy waking up on Monday morning, early doors, and looking at the starts from the week. And weirdo. It is weird, but I've got a thing about me, mate. Um, yeah, thank you all again. And um, keep following us, keep sharing, keep spreading the word. And uh, yeah. Keep an eye on Instagram. There might be some entertaining videos going up this week from this week's content of golf. <laughs> and. Uh, Yeah, we shall see you again next week.